Hey, 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 y'all know what it is. Welcome to the Refine Your Reality podcast series, where we talk about growing your brand and scaling your business with just your voice. I am your host, J.P. Grant, owner and founder of Refine Your Narrative. For those who know me, hi, welcome back. And for those who don't, welcome, hello, fabulous entrepreneurs. You can find me on all platforms at Refine Your Narrative. And if you like my content, don't forget to go hit subscribe and give a five-star rating. Now, sit back, hold on to your hats, your wigs, and grab a notepad, because this episode is about to get juicy. Now listen, I'm going to be sharing some exciting, exciting news in a second, but we're going to get ready to dive into today's topic. But you also know the drill. First up is a scripture. So today's scripture, we're going to talk about the Bible verse of John 8.32, and I'll read it to you. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I'm telling you, this one scripture, like, changed my entire perspective. I think just one of the scariest things is that, you know, we hold on to things like, you know, what's true and and what we might think as the truth. And it's actually really harmful because, listen, if we hold on to the things that are currently true and we actually tie them and correlate to what is true, right, then then that might actually be um, really detrimental for us, uh, for our health, for our wealth, for our relationships, right? Because, listen, what is true is not always the truth. Right, so let's even just take it back for a couple months ago, right? A couple months ago, what was true is I was broke. <laughs> like, like dead ass, I was broke, right? But what is truthful is that I'm full of abundance, right? So I live in abundance, right? I, I'm wealthy, right? That is the truth. But five months ago, if you told me that was the truth, I would look at you funny. Like, bruh, if you don't get out of my face with all that, right? But, but what we hold on to needs to be the truth. Right, so the truth is the word of God, right? Scripture, right? The blueprint. When we're holding on to what's true and what's currently true, um, we're really not seeing the full picture. So our limited beliefs, right? They're gonna bury um, whatever dreams or desires that we have. Um, if if we're holding on to what we think is true, um, is actually the truth because it's not. Uh, the true and the truth. They're not interchangeable. I know it's a little confusing, um, but it'll make sense. I, I, I promise. I promise it'll make sense. Um, the craziest thing is that, like, things never make sense until they make sense. And I think for me, it was just, like, even just making money online, that didn't make sense to me. You're telling me if I put $1 in, I can get, like, $36 back from $1? That's crazy. Like, that's insane, right? But that's just how, like, online sales work, right? And so when we're talking about, you know, the truth and the truth, make sure you actually have some maybe evidence to back up what is true and what's not true. Um, but we'll get into that, all right? Listen, I'm just going to say this uh, for those who misunderstand, you know, how the law of attraction works. Uh, manifestation doesn't actually work 
unless you work it. So I see a lot of us like praying and praying and manifesting and, and doing all these uh, rituals and all that good stuff. Great, right? It's so great to contact the Holy Spirit. It's so great to, to contact your, your inner divine um, spirituality. Like that's awesome. But the problem is, is that when we hear trust the process, Oh my God, it's a little intimidating one because people think, yeah, I'm trusting the process, so, so, so we're going to win. I'm trusting the process. But it's like when you trust the process, it comes with two things, right? It comes with faith. You got to have faith no matter what. If you don't have faith that it's actually going to work, I'm telling you, you're manifesting over nothing. You're manifesting over dead stones, right? And I'm telling you, once you have faith and then also you have the works to put in the work, yo, the game's over, right? So a lot of us sometimes are looking for a return of investments, right? That ROI without putting the investment. Well, how does that work? <laughs> I mean, if you know how it works, let me know. I mean, you know what I mean? But I'm telling you, like, if you want that high ROI, you got to put in that I, that investment. And so a lot of us were manifesting, but we're not actually putting in the work. So um, screw trust the process. And how about, how will, how about we work the process, right? So work the process, um, and, and then we'll actually get to see, right, the created process that guess what? We created, right? So God created us so we can create, right? And we didn't create just so we can hide, right, from the people that we can serve. No, 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 no. Be a promoter of what you create, right? And I'm telling you, everything else will just fall so easily into your lap. Um, that's how manifestation works, right? So you get ready so you no longer have to get ready. So luck that people talk about all the time, that miracle territory that I find myself in a lot, luck, unicorn, it's not true, right? So what I did was I got ready so I no longer have to get ready. Like I'm being for real. And one of the biggest announcements that I'm going to announce right now is like I have a six-week coaching program that's being launched tomorrow, November 1st, 2022. Like this is history being made. And it's scary, right? Because it was just from an idea. From what was an idea is now being in the works, right, from, from people who are looking to buy my offer from Nigeria, from Boston, from Worcester. Like, it's insane, right? But the problem is I've been spending years and years learning how the, the art of speaking works, learning how storytelling works. I've been learning and mastering my craft for years that – when it looks like I'm an overnight success, right? Maybe when I hit that escape velocity, that you're thinking, wow, this dude just made it. That's not true. This dude has been practicing. This dude has been putting in the reps. This dude has been putting in the works so that the process can work. I'm telling you. Like, I'm going to share with you over this episode, you know, some of those key, key drivers that move the needle through the thread so that you can do that too. So I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you my tips on how I did it so you can do it, right? So all these, you know, gems and all these principles and practices and systems that I'm telling you, right, through my coaching program is things that I've already done right, in my speaking business. So all I'm doing is replicating the same process that I've used to grow and scale my speaking business to now do the same with my coaching business. I'm telling you, you can do anything you want, absolutely anything you want, but you cannot do everything. Like, there's just no way possible. You can't do everything at once and then try to be a master at your craft. And 
I won't talk about it right now. I think we should actually talk about it um, in a future episode and let me know what you guys think. But I've been hearing a lot about like, like there's a lot of, of people who you know want to be a master at things, and then there's a lot of people who want to be a jack of all trades. Now. I won't get into which one is preferably, you know, the route I would take, but I would let you know that there's, you know, pros and cons to both, right? And we'll get into it, but 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 not right now. At this moment, I wanted to share with you that that like, yo, if you have an idea, like the only thing stopping you is usually one of two things, right? So I talk about quality a lot, and I talk about quantity. So for a while, in my business. You've been seeing me really, really honing in on my actual products, my actual like messaging, because I really want to make sure that the quality is there. So now that I've been mastering my art, I've been mastering my craft, the quality is down to a science. So sciencey that I can actually just duplicate, replicate it, and now I have systems and processes that now I just, boom, I have a template or I have whatever, and then I just go in fill in my information, and then boom. So basically what I've created is a machine. I'm a content creation machine, dude, okay? And so I wanna show you that like, this is so easy for anyone to replicate and duplicate once you actually have the systems down to a science, right? And so the problem is a lot of y'all are trying to like do too much at one time and it's just not gonna work, right? So quality over quantity until you can do both. I'm going to say it one more time, guys. Quality over quantity until you can do both. Right? Because, listen, if you got both, like, oh, my God. Because a lot of people, they'll try to focus on, you know, quantity. Like, boom, boom, boom. Let me just post, post, post. Or let me just, you know, create, create, create. But yet, no one's really absorbing the information or the actual contents that you're creating because no one just cares. Right? Or no one understands it. Um, and so that's what I get people to do um, is really uh, honing in on how they package, but then also how they deliver, you know, what they're offering. So volume times time equals phenomenal skill. So volume times time, right, so the duration of how long you've been doing something times volume, which is, right, that quantity that produces phenomenal skill. So when you have phenomenal will, it produces phenomenal skill. So a lot of times people think it's the other way around, but no, you can't can't actually always reverse engineer that. Like so if you have phenomenal skill, great, but that doesn't always create phenomenal will because I've seen people who are so talented and I mean so super talented, but their disciplines aren't in straight. Right? So no priorities in order. No, no routines, no habit stacking, right? So when there's no process or no actual system, you're kind of just really betting on yourself and, and just jumping in for a leap of faith. And while jumping for a leap of faith is great, right? I encourage that. But you'll never see me jump in of a leap of faith without a net. Like, y'all just never seen me jump in off a cliff or whatever without having a safety net or a parachute. Like, y'all just, 
y'all don't have no plans. Like, that's crazy, <laughs> right? And I'm not saying, like, you can't go and, and grow as you go, because that's my motto, right? Go as you grow. grow. Go where your energy flows. But once you get there, make sure you got a plan to back that up, right? Because you can't just go and say, yeah, I'm going to build uh, a billion-dollar company, but you don't got no billion-dollar canvas model. Like, how how is that working, right? How, how are you going to get the pieces to connect? And so... I realize like it's great to have so much knowledge and for those of you who are on this podcast right now listening like yo I don't believe in coincidences like y'all are here for a reason um but it's just like when you absorb so much information it's great you got dots here dots there dots here dots there dots there but how do you start to connect those dots that it starts to make sense right and and I'm gonna start to say it a lot now because nothing makes sense until it makes sense. Like, I'm, it just didn't make sense to me. Um, but it's like, you can't be a master at, at everything so fast, right? So as entrepreneurs, and I know we all have, you know, SOS, which is, you know, shiny object syndrome where we see the next shiny uh, toy and we want to go chase after that. Oh, 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 I want to go chase after that. Oh, I want to go chase after that. Like, can I be honest? Like, really honest? <laughs> I have courses that I bought for over five grand and still never even finished, right? And I've had books I've bought, never even read, right? And I've had so many, you know, you know, done for you services and all this stuff that I've never even cracked open or never even took the time to sit down and learn the skill because I, I, I'm just chasing the, the next big thing, right? And sometimes that's what we do as entrepreneurs. We want an easy fix. Now, let me tell you this right now. Whether you're joining my coach, my coaching program, whether you're joining someone else's coaching program or their mini course or whatever it is, or if you're going to buy someone's book, my book, whatever it is, I'm telling you, don't buy my stuff. Don't buy their stuff. Stop investing in yourself if you're not going to invest in yourself. Like, y'all just buy books and buy courses to take a screenshot and post it on your socials to say, hey. This y'all personal development y'all was talking about? Hey, I joined the club, right? Where, where are my brownie points at? That's not how it works. Like, you can't just buy a degree and be like, yo, hello, got the degree. You know what's up, right? Like, and then jobs are just begging to hire you. Because let's be real. I talked about it in my last episode. A lot of college grads don't got jobs. And they don't even use the degree that they paid for. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um... That's crazy. Like, and I just think about it all the time. Like, I have no use to my criminal justice major. Like, I've done nothing with it. In the past, like before, when I was interested, like I had a job at the courthouse once. Um, loved it. Like, I literally was like, yup, gonna be a U.S. Marshal. Yup, we better go take this test. It was literally like, yeah. I think it was like the day before my civil service t- um, exam to become a police officer to then, you know, become a U.S. Marshal. Like, I had all the steps. I had all the blueprints. Like, I knew exactly what it was I was going to do. And then the day before my test, I didn't go. I didn't go. Like, it was like I had an epiphany moment right before, and I was like, this is not what you need to do. And I just wanted to, you know... Shout out to my mans, you know, RJ, you know, who's at Needham Public Schools because he was the one I was talking to and I was like, man, like, I was thinking about going into the police academy, like, what do you think? Like, I love what you do, like, you know, I want to make an impact and he was like, dude, don't do it. 
I'm like, what do you mean don't do it? You do it, and you're so cool, and you help people, and I want to, and he was just like, don't do it, dude. Like, you can make an impact in so many ways. Like, you have this gift. You have this voice. Like, go and utilize that. Go sell the oil, right? Like, 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 like Jesus said, go sell the oil, and you can make that impact in the same amount of way, but actually probably a bigger impact and probably less amount of time, right? And so... When you have really good tools, you can make it, but if you don't know how to use the tools, you're pretty much screwed, right? And so, it's funny. <laughs> I'm thinking about doing this ad, guys, right? Because I've been thinking about I'm creating these ads for my new program, right? And, and let me know what you guys think, right? I was thinking of, like, uh, maybe putting up a picture on a wall, right? And, like, trying to hammer it with, like, a pencil, Right? It's not working. It's not working. And then, like, I'll pick up something else, try to hammer it with, like, my fist. It's not working. It's not working. And then there'll be, like, a hammer right next to me. And then God's, like, pointing towards the hammer. Like, you just need to pick up the right tool, buddy. Right? And I'm on the verge of getting angry, but I give up. But we just need to go in the toolbox and get the right tool. Right? We have so many tools that we can utilize, and that is at our access. That's the crazy part, guys. Like, wealth is so much more than just money, dude. Like, monetary value has us so obsessed and chasing after dollar signs. Like, it was once I stopped chasing dollar signs, and I started to really chase, like, how can I make an impact with the tools that I was already given by the grace of the Lord and then go and give that to other people? Like, that to me was huge, right? And so um, you can have multiple streams of income. Um, it's a tool of the rich. I want to say this one more time. Multiple streams of income is a tool of the rich. I know we're always looking for cheat codes, but multiple streams of income, I know we've heard of seven streams, have seven streams of income. That is a tool of the rich. That is not a how to get rich scheme. That might have went over your head. Rewind it a little bit so you can hear it again. I'm telling you, a lot of us think, oh, let me go do this. Oh, let me go be this. Oh, I want to be this. Oh, I'm going to be a model. Oh, I'm going to be um, a rapper. Oh, I'm going to um, go sell this. Oh, I'm going to go do nails. Oh, I'm going to do hair. Like, listen, when I want to go pick up the phone um, to hit you up, I don't even know what you do. So I'm not even sure which one I should go to you for. But I'm going to go to the master who's been mastering one craft for 18 years over than someone who's been doing, you know, like everything for all their life, right? So that to me feels like you haven't actually gotten the art to a science. You're just dippling, dabbling, like you're gonna put your left foot in, you're gonna put your left foot out, you're gonna put your left foot in, put your left foot out, and turn it out like that. No, we're not doing the hokey pokey. If you wanna do the hokey pokey, put your whole self in, right? And don't put your whole self out. Um, and that's how you'll get to see like, yo, this works. Like, you don't actually have to fake it till you make it. And I'm telling you, like, the whole entire episode that we're talking about today is literally success. successful people do the reps. Successful people do the work. So successful people don't just trust the process. They work the process, right? So put in those reps. I'm telling you, every successful person has a ritual. Like, those routines, like, my morning routine sets me up for my whole day. Like, I don't even got to do too much. In the morning, I pray. 
In the morning, I wake up and, and listen to um, pod, podcasts. I listen to audiobooks. Whatever it is for you to start off your morning feeling like you're a guide, like you're the boss, you need to do that, right? Because what I do is I get my whole self pumped that I put my whole self in, and I'm not putting my whole self out. Why? Because I made the investment, so I'm going to get the return of investment. That's it. Like, y'all been crying and, and upset that, like, things aren't working for you. But it's because you haven't literally put those stamps on like, yo, this is a milestone I want to hit by this deadline. Because a lot of you, like I said, you're chasing this, this success, uh, but you don't even know what success looks like for you. So if I'm like, yeah, I'll be successful one day. Um, I don't know what that looks like, but um, I'm going to be successful. Then every day I'm like, did I make it? Like, am I successful? But I wouldn't necessarily know because I didn't attach those measurements. I didn't put a deadline on the goals that I added, that I actually wanted to achieve, right? So I'm going to give you one of my examples for one of my goals. One of my goals is to hit 100K downloads for podcast views in the next 18 months. And we're hitting on those goals, right? Because I have quarterly goals. So um, in a quarter, you know, we're going to hit this amount. And then the next quarter, we're going to hit this amount. And then also, I'm tying into consideration that the compound effect is actually going to accelerate the exponential um, amount of views. So I'm telling you, like, yo, stay focused, have goals, but then put deadlines attached to those goals and those milestones so you're not constantly chasing and wondering, Yo, did I make that goal yet? Am I successful or am I not? Because maybe you need to make that pivot, right? Pivots are necessary at times. Like, I made a big pivot in my business when I had my speaking engagements, literally the center focus of my business model, and then my coaching was just like, ah, just chilling around. I made a huge pivot to reverse that, whereas now my coaching business is a center core front while my speaking engagements are in the back chilling because why? I had a more um, drive, right? I had a bigger fuel. I had a bigger why to serve other entrepreneurs like myself rather than, you know, go and speak to, you know, medical professionals and, you know, people in corporate C-level. Like, I love it. I love doing it. But the passion, the drive, the fuel did not come from, from speaking, it came from, you know, helping and serving entrepreneurs uh, who were once where I was. So that's where I get my joy from, from you guys. Um, but listen, um, I don't want to keep this too long. I will keep it cute. Um, you can be a master at everything um, eventually. But um, listen, take it day by day. Like, what is that one bowling pin that you're going to nail? That's going to then knock the next bowling pin, right? So like I said, I had it the other way around, right? So I published a book. I'm a published author. That knocked down some probably credibility and some trust for my audience. Okay, one bowling pin down. Then I'm like, yo, I speak, and these are the engagements that I want to do. Bet, they started hiring me. This dude looks like he knows what he's doing, yada, 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 and boom, started mastering my craft, right? Grow as you go. Then I'm like, yo, this is working. I've learned to literally scale and grow my business from just my voice, and I've gotten lots of money from it. Like, this is cool. Then did that, you know, over eight years, been speaking on stages, and I love it. But then I'm like, how can I get other people to start doing this? Because 75% of the population is afraid of public speaking. That's insane. And, and I'll be real, like, you know, from someone who 
lived like years in mental, you know, treatment facilities. Someone who had to spend years of battling self-love and mental illness and anxiety, depression, suicidal. Like, it was hard to really get up every day and really love who I was and, and embrace who I am. Like, that was hard. But once I was able to share, like, more of my triumphs, more of my tribulations, my trials and errors, like, literally just my lived experiences as stories, it was like this whole universe opened for me. Like, I don't know why. I always thought, like, if I shared certain parts of me, like, if I shared the fact that I was homeless, or if I shared the fact that, like, I literally had suicidal ideations 24 hours of the day, like, all the time, like, I lived in these hospitals, um, and, and barely lived in my own home, like, I thought if I shared certain things about myself, that people would look at me different, and then it would shut out conversations, rather than invite conversation, but guess what, guys, it's the total opposite, and it's super cool. Like, you get to meet all these cool people, and you get to share your stories. And it's like, you would never know people come from all these different walks of life because, one, we never ask. And, two, we always think that it's shameful, right? We, we put shame on ourselves, um, right? Um, one of my friends, good friends, call it silent shaming and, and how really detrimental that is. And then she talks a really good... Um, um, much about that, but it's cool. It's really had me to really digest, you know, my thoughts properly and, like, what am I thinking, what am I feeling, and then how can I notice and then wonder, like she says, uh, how I'm reacting and responding to it. So it's just beautiful, you know, how emotions can really play in our day-to-day -day life and then how mastering our emotions can then just be, like, this whole gateway to a whole community and a whole world that we probably never even knew existed on the other side. So, um... One of the most important things I've noticed is that successful people have developed a strong ability to say no more often than they say yes. So noticing opportunities as distractions can be very important. Sometimes we'll get, you know, this new job offering. Hey, you know, come in, uh, you know, join in. I'm not going to lie to you. I got this really, really, really cool job offering. Um... From Mayor Wu, uh, the, you know, the LGBTQ office advancement, and, you know, they want me to come work for them. That's pretty exciting news, guys. And uh, I can't lie to you. I've been back and forth contemplating, you know, what would that look like in my life? How would that affect me as an entrepreneur? And then how would that affect me in my community, right? Like, would it, would it have more pros and cons? And then who would I be serving? Would I be serving myself or would I be serving others, right? And, and that's a really huge decision. And to be honest with you, I doubt I'd take the position um, just because I love y'all so much and I don't want to take time away from you guys. Um, but that's what I mean by, like, noticing distractions, right? Noticing opportunities and then noticing the difference between the two. So... I want to just, you know, wrap us up here that, like, I mentioned it briefly, but I just don't believe in coincidences. I asked my mom the other day, I was like, Mom, be honest, like, do you believe in coincidences? And she said, yeah. And I said, really? I don't at all, actually. And, I, and I'll tell you why I don't, because if things are just coincidences, that we would have no way of saying that, okay, life happens for a reason. Like, that would just be counterintuitive. Like, that would just be contradicting everything that we have said, right? So I actually had about two LinkedIn uh, community uh, voice calls recently that I just was like, yo, 
there's no way in earth that was a coincidence. And and as an introvert, right, I I have a hard time maybe connecting with others in a way that's more feasible for others. Like some people, you know, on LinkedIn, they'll just jump in comments and say whatever they're feeling, have a great conversation. It could be something about the post or something completely unrelated, and it's natural to them, right? It feels comfortable for them. For me, every single time I post something, every single time I comment something, that's me sitting on the edge of discomfort. Why? Because it's not in my comfort zone, right? It's not something I do that comes naturally to me. It's something that I do that I've perfected, right? And that I've learned as a skill. And so that's why I won't lie. I get offended when people say, hey, you're such a natural. Like, oh my God, like you're this natural speaker. Or you're this natural community leader. That is an insult to all community leaders and storytellers. Why? Because we've mastered this skill. We've mastered this art. It's not something that we just woke up and, and said, hey, we're really good at it. No. We sound, um, you know, maybe arrogant at times when we say, like, no, we put in the work. We put in the actual, um, you know, abilities to, to learn these skills and then to master them. And then ultimately, you, you become the best of the best when you can then teach and show others how you've done that same skill and how you've utilized and packaged that into your life and into your business. So that's why I'm here. That's why I created this six-week coaching program. Um, so I help introverted entrepreneurs speak fearlessly through storytelling on stage, on camera, and one-on-one in 45 days or less, right? So that you can scale your brand and you can grow your business. Like that is the ultimate dream experience and that's what I'm here to help you with. So listen, if you want to get involved, make sure to stay tuned. You're going to want to go follow Refine Your Narrative on Facebook, on Instagram, and stay tuned because we're going to be posting exclusives and insider secrets all on those pages and we'll actually have a link for you where you can actually register get on the waiting list and we'll see you on the inside all right so listen if you're getting one percent better than you are yesterday you're in the right direction peace out guys it's so good to see you i'll see you next monday